Mike's Daily Podcast. FFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
to get to any cool thing, you had to drive, 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 drive. But in the Bay Area, everything seems to be so close. Everything is right next to each other. Hey, I want to go to Golden Gate Bridge and uh, uh, excluding any traffic, I can get down to Santa Cruz. Well, there, that is a bit of a drive, but yeah, there's so much to see. And I love in Monterey, it's really all clustered together. You got Monterey there, Pacific Grove is very nice. You have deer walking on that cemetery and then there's a golf course there and there's the ocean and the big Monterey rocks that you see everywhere and that they tried to recreate at Disneyland California, which used to be a parking lot, which oddly enough, when I used to go to Disneyland a lot. We went down there and drove, 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 drove from Van Nuys, California when I lived in the San Fernando Valley. We would drive down to Disneyland and and we would park in that parking lot right next door, which became Disneyland, California. And I remember having this weird dream once that I would be able someday to be at a, like a, one of those little shops you see at Santa Cruz, one of those boardwalk uh, snack bars like at, if you go to the Santa Cruz boardwalk there are all these snack bars that sell ice cream oh, bananas dipped in banana phone uh, ba- ring 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 banana phone bananas dipped in chocolate sprinkled with nuts I dreamed I could get one of those in the parking lot of Disneyland and there'd be like a little ocean right there I had a dream about that I had a dream and it's some awful song. I don't know what I'm singing, but yeah, it was it was a good tacky. Oh, and there suddenly one day, about 15 years ago, they created Disneyland California, and there it was. Suddenly, that dream had come true with a little bit of money that was spent by Disney Corporation, and they make some money. Because they own everything! They own every Marvel, Marvel, Black Panther. That went to Disneyland. That went to Disney this past weekend. The other movies. Star Wars, last year, end of last year, went to them. I have a little bit of the dramatic music from the Star Wars films. And that's all I'm going to play for you. But... My point is that my weekend job is so messed up. I thought I was going to have to work. I, I thought I wasn't going to have to work. I thought I was going to have a weekend off and be able to do fun things with my dog, Basil. But suddenly now I have to work. So I will have more than likely a super secret Sunday show for you this Sunday. Excitement abounds. But... It's going to be more than usual. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be unusual and fun. On Thursday, Wednesday, somewhere around there, I was walking my dog Basil the Boxer, and there what we I was in Podcastro Valley, and I suddenly see this large uh, pit bull, and in our society we have been groomed. We have been programmed to be afeared of the pit bull. And I've met this pit bull actually before. His name is Norman. And the lady walking Norman is about my age and devastatingly beautiful. And Norman and my dog 
Uh, it, well, first off, this this dog is total like pit bull looking. It's got the the wide round head, uh, huge jaw, and those eyes. They have these eyes that just like little pinholes, and they stare right at you. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. What's happening? You get all. Ee. But uh, Norman is a wonderful sweet dog. And once my dog and Norman got to sniff each other and everything, they got a sniff. And you can't be, and I was telling the owner, the lovely, beautiful owner, you can't hold the leash so taut. You you can't have it, you can't just be pulling back the dog. Because if you're pulling back the dog, the dog is freaking out, going, I gotta protect. And that's my tip for you today. The word of dog. The word of dog. I haven't played that one in a while. Uh, So, yeah. I then said to this lady... Who I still don't know her name. And I don't know if she was married. Because I, I never remember to look at the freaking hands. For the ring. The ring, Mike. The ring. I always forget that. So we walk over. To, I go, hey. Because she's kind of holding the dog back. Like, t- you know, holding the, the leash really hard. And Basil's looking at the dog. Like, wanting to meet the dog. And I said to her, hey, there's a the trail that goes around Cold Canyon is right there. Let's just walk over there and I'll let Basil off the leash and you know, you, you'll you see everything's fine. So she goes, okay. So we go over there, I let Basil off the leash and they sniff each other, everything's fine. And this dog is so cute and wonderful and Norman is just a great dog. And she said, yeah, I just, it's tough because I don't know. I. She said she was scared. She has a pit bull and she's, but she saved this pit bull's life this pit bull had been beat up, left for dead in Richmond, and she resuscitated this dog. Uh, had this dog had no owner, she adopted the dog and basically gave this dog a wonderful, happy, healthy life. And this dog's only like two or three years old, so good to her, good on her. That's such a weird expression. Good on top of her. Good on. Just plop that good on on her. Then is what I'm saying. So she's great, and she's beautiful, and the dog, Norman, is great. And I hope to see them again real soon. Great. Great. And I'm going to say great like a Scottish person for the rest of the show. Great. 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 What's he saying? Gate? No. So what? I don't understand what's happening with this whole gun thing. And I don't understand. the. Okay, so Trump is now... As we were talking early a couple shows ago, is anti-machine gun now? Was he always anti-machine gun? I'm a little confused. I thought Trump. What? What are you? I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. Yeah, he's talking at C spec, C pack, C smack, C peck, whatever the hell that thing is with all the conservatives. With all the Republicans getting together, Trump's going to talk at it. Oh, and here's something. So the Republicans don't want to lose big in the uh, off election year, whatever they call it, the election year for, you know, that's not the presidential election year. The pre- the, the election year for your people in the House, in the House of Representatives and in the Senate. And so they don't want to lose big. So what do they do? They invite the head of the NRA to speak yesterday. Oh, that was brilliant. 
That's really It really shows you don't give a crap about kids You don't care at all And this head of the NRA said Well you know we have guns protecting Banks We have guns protecting movie stars For crying out loud And we don't have any guns protecting schools And in the big news today Which you're going to hear all over the weekend news Is about the Armed officer Security person that they had At the school At the big Florida uh, uh, School shooting He stayed in his car during the shooting He stayed in his car in the parking lot And did not go in to help So this will be huge I see I foresee This will be a big uh, This will not be good for security guards in general People that work in security This will call into question Their whole jobs Which it's not an easy job Yeah it looks like they sit around all the time No they gotta walk around the perimeter They're usually on the overnight It's tough hours And then they gotta be ready for anything Be ready for anything And this guy Or girl I don't know who this was I don't know this guy's name But apparently he was not ready for anything So this will be an interesting topic I'm sure we'll hear more of But I was told yesterday Okay so I was completely wrong yesterday I was as the president says Wrong uh, Because I said on the last show We were going to have the head honcho stop by I like that head honcho Big wig The big cheese The uh, grande queso Queso grande actually You don't put the adjective after the noun in espanol And and, uh, the, the big guy that owns the company that I work for Uh, I saw him for like half a second I didn't even get to talk to him But I thought I was going to see people acting Awkward around The big cheese And I didn't see it I did not see it I talked about last show I love watching how people get all awkward Around when when somebody uh, You know big in the company is And they're kind of schmoozing But then they don't really know what to say And I didn't see any of that So I was wrong I, I think I work for a company where They don't think that's a big deal But I was so ready to see it But I was told So because the owner showed up In the morning They made breakfast They had a nice breakfast tray ready for him Filled with uh, breakfast potatoes Those are potatoes like in spices Not hash browns But the other things that are quite delicious And they, uh, they're spicy With a little bit of pepper and then the eggs were prepared. Eggs uh, made like sort of a souffle, almost a, a, a like quiche with meat. A meat quiche. I know a lot of quiches are just vegetables, an egg, but this was more meat. And real men will eat that. Then there was a, a nice little yogurt cup with sprinkled on top uh, raspberry. Blueberry and strawberry A little berry compote if you will Almost but not really On top of a yogurt uh, Cup And this yogurt was so good And it's good for you because it has cultures Like yours truly Mike Matthews And then there was This thing called uh, what else did they have Oh they got Phil's coffee Pretentious hipster coffee that is made right here in Fremont now. I mean, Podcaster Valleymont. Um, Fremont has a fills now that I tried going into. It's always packed. It's always full of, of hipster millennials on their cell phones. 
on their mobile smartphones going doop, 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 just looking down and they got their fluffy beard or their weird tattoos or piercings and tight clothes and they they're tapping away talking to or doing emailing or or facebook commenting or whatever crap and i like phil's in the pour over there's one pour over they do that the coffee is the best i've ever had it's so good the cup just riveted me but what they got yesterday and had sitting in the little coffee tank thingy that you pour with the little spigot that the word spigot uh to allow the coffee out it was terrible oh i'm like this isn't phil's coffee this isn't what i remember so they did something wrong there but Somebody said to me, oh yeah, uh, our uh, general manager here at the company said, don't worry, Mike, there'll be, there'll be leftovers, Mike. Don't worry, there will be leftovers. And I thought, is that what I am? Is someone that just eats food that, yeah, I guess I am. And in fact, I, I boycotted. When he did that, I was slightly insulted. When he said that And I didn't even go back to the conference room Where they had all this stuff laid out I didn't even uh, I it, it wasn't until about 11 o'clock That someone said to me Mike we've been waiting for you Where you been? You got the, We got food there back there Go on get some buddy Don't you love it when people call you buddy? I don't even know you We're not even friends Why are you calling me buddy? But we, we You know what I'm not gonna Completely rant against Buddy I like it when people do that I like dog's name Buddy That's a good dog name Hey Can we have a dog bark Or something Huge That wasn't a For God's sake Okay that's not Basil Thank you Uh, I'm just gonna zip through this here Real quick Uh, There is an infomercial One of the radio stations I work for runs this infomercial over and over again. And there used to be a guy on there named John from the John and Jeff show. And he sounded like Ted Cruz and he's gone. He's gone. Oh, I'm so glad he's gone. He had the most annoying. This is John from the John and Jeff. He sounded like Ted Cruz. He sounded like Ted Cruz and I could not stand him and he's gone. Oh, I'm so glad. I can actually listen listen to this infomercial now. I'm so happy. And finally, hearts and minds. We are, uh, that, if a politician says that, he or she has just destroyed their career. That hearts and minds is, or not hearts and minds, uh, thoughts and prayers. Hearts and minds is still fine. Hearts and minds, I don't know where I was thinking of that. That's where, when we went to Iraq, we were thinking of, we got to win the hearts and minds. That's right. No, I'm thinking of, uh, thoughts and prayers is what I'm thinking of. If you say thoughts and prayers, oh my gosh, you have you have just killed yourself. It's been so overused, and the the kids, the survivors of the deadly shooting, are saying no thoughts and prayers, forget it. And Trump over the weekend when he tweeted about comparing the uh, uh, FBI. Saying if the if the FBI if the FBI wasn't so involved with my collusion case, something to that effect, I would uh, they would have caught this gunner before this gunman beforehand. But 
and one of the students tweeted, how dare you try and compare your situation to what happened to us? I lost a friend, you know, something to that effect. But yeah, thoughts and prayers, forget that. That's done. That there, There's a uh, headstone over there in the phrases that shall not ever be used, the words that shall never ever be used. And that phrase, as it may offend some staunch Christians out there, well, you've got to have prayer. you got to pray. All right, that's fine. That's great. That's great. It's important to pray, sure. It's thoughts and prayers. That phrase shows a lack of sympathy. It's uh, overused. It was especially overused by every politician that really didn't care about what was happening or they they claimed to care but didn't do a dang thing and so thoughts and prayers is done every day postal trucks drop off about 4,000 packages at a U.S. Postal Service station in central Tennessee where they're unloaded by a team of around six USPS employees U.S. Postal Service each person grabs a box rushes to the only scanning machine runs the barcode, then places in the proper gurney for its route. The process takes about 10 seconds, and it can be repeated as many as 200 times an hour. This is thanks to Amazon. Amazon is freaking killing postal service workers. They are shouldering the burden of Amazon. I just thought I would share that with you. There's a story about it in The Nation. And I think this is a this is another thing that is growing in our society is all of this stuff we're ordering online. It's got to get to us somehow. And you see throughout the Bay Area, commissioned, independent commissioned white vans zooming around where these people have, I don't know if they have any credentials, if they've got where they've gotten their, if they even have driver's licenses, they're driving so crappy. And they cut in front of you and it's dangerous. The FedEx and the UPS trucks are a little bit better, but they can be crazy too. So it's that one of the uh, bad effects, side effects of the whole uh, Amazon culture that in which we live. Uh, actually, this is one other story I'd like to point out. Nicholas Cruz, the horrible gunman, that killed 17 people at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. His dangerous and disturbing behavior was flagged repeatedly to authorities, both local and federal. So stop with the blaming, just the blaming the FBI. There were a lot of people involved. And that's all I hear conservatives. Well, it's the FBI's fault. That's what happened. The FBI's fault. That's how this happened. It wasn't because of guns. Oh, and, he, and it's a mental thing. Nicholas Cruz was mentally no, no. There and and what is ex- exactly the definition of mental? What is the exact when there's a, a a problem where somebody should be locked up because they have a, we don't know until they've done something horrible like this. It's this story I was listening to on the daily uh, from the New York Times this morning that just came out today. Looks real, it talks to someone who would be in the position to interview a, a Nicholas Cruz beforehand to avoid an incident like this. And what are the questions to ask? And how can you really catch someone beforehand? But uh, apparently, 
his behavior, Nicholas Cruz's behavior, was flagged repeatedly to authorities, both local and federal, over a span, over a span of two years, and this began in February of 2016. But no one stopped him before the killings, and uh, they have a timeline on the Miami Herald about exactly when he was. Wow, there's a bunch of entries here. February 5th, something happened. They told uh, Broward Sheriff's of 2016, a Broward Sheriff's office deputy is told by an anonymous caller that Nicholas Cruz, he who was 17 at the time, had threatened on Instagram to shoot up his school. There you go. And posted a photo of himself with guns. The information was forwarded to... Deputy BSO Deputy Scott Peterson A school resource officer At Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Then in September Of 2016 A peer counselor Reports that Cruz And reported to The same BSO deputy uh, That Cruz had possibly ingested Gasoline in a suicide attempt Was cutting himself And had said he wanted to buy a gun And this goes on and on and on. A YouTube user named Nicholas Cruz in September of last year posted a comment stating he wanted to become a professional school shooter. You've heard about this. The comment is reported to... This is where we run into the issue where the FBI didn't do anything. This was reported to the FBI in Mississippi, which failed to make the connection to Cruz in in South Florida. Yeah, that needs to be checked. Yeah, that needs... That's bad. Okay. All right, now on to some lighter news. The beautiful Kylie Jenner, 20 years old, lives in Los Angeles. She said that uh, she slammed Snapchat because she does not like their new design. Snapchat, they went public last year with their stock. Oh, snap. And I almost bought some. I was thinking about it. But then something told me, you know, I don't, I, I, I know I'm almost 50. And I, I know I'm not in that age bracket that understands Snapchat. But at some point, you've got to open it up. You've got to make it so that other you know, Gen Xers, people other than millennials can figure, or Gen, Gen Zers can figure it out. But a tweet about Snapchat by Kylie Jenner attracted the attention of some Twitter bots on Wednesday. And uh, Snap shares fell by 7% after she slammed the redesign. Then, four governors have joined forces for a STEM movement of illegal... To, to STEM... They are forcing to stem movement of illegal guns. That's what this headline says. Democratic governors from four northeastern states joined forces yesterday to restrict the movement of illegal guns between their states and share information about residents who have been banned from owning firearms. Delta passengers. I fly Delta often, but oh my, this would not have been good. They sat on a plane for nearly 12 hours before the flight was canceled, waiting to leave the Kansas City International Airport. That sucks. 
In another airline story, a Southwest support dog bit a girl. As we go outside of Kenyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Um, the, yeah. And it's forcing the airline to re-examine their policies about support dogs. And basically, that is a thing. Anybody, I can get a support, I can make Basil a support dog. It's apparently a very easy process, apparently, apparently. And finally, Brendan Fraser said, former uh, HFPA president sexually assaulted him and derailed his career. Uh, he said, well, his, is that what derailed his career? Maybe it was all the crappy movies he was making, but he is almost, actually we're the same age. Brendan Fraser. Remember him from The Mummy? Remember him from Encino Man? Uh, and he claims that the former, okay, HFPA stands for Hollywood Foreign Press Association. That's the nonprofit organization that votes for the Golden Globe Awards. Philip Burke apparently sexually assaulted him in the summer of 2003 while at a luncheon at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, and of course, the guy disputes that. Philip Burke does. The actor's. Brendan Fraser says he believes he was blacklisted in Hollywood partly due to the aftermath of the alleged incident. And there we go. Okay. Hey, oh my God. We almost went a half hour. Next show, we'll have the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley and the Super Secret Sunday show. Join us for that. That'll be fun. Okay, good. Enjoy your weekend and your Friday night. Have fun. That's what I'm suggesting. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.